Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So we head on down to South Carolina. We've got a debate tonight. We've got a primary on Saturday that leads us to Super Tuesday on, well, Tuesday. And what we have tonight is all the knives out for Bernie Sanders, which just a week ago was all the knives out for Michael Bloomberg. And then Michael Bloomberg proved that he can't debate. Michael Bloomberg proved that he wasn't ready. That the scripted nature of all of his ads, when confronted by human beings, reduced him to this. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. That's really bad. That was awful. And maybe it could do away with him. But when you've got $53 billion, the answer is no. It won't. Not Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg is here to stay. But tonight, after you have not basically one, but two, but three wins, three, as Bernie Sanders does, maybe you have to go after him. Maybe you've got to try and destroy him. Maybe, just maybe, you have to put all your chips on red. Get it? He's a commie. So you put all the chips on red. I was in a Nevada reference. Come on, it's a twofer. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Maybe you got to go for the kill shot. Now, I would say you got to talk to the people of South Carolina. You got you to gotta do what Buttigieg and Klobuchar did not do in the debate in Nevada, which was talk to the people of Nevada and try and get their vote. I would assume the same thing is true of South Carolina, except they're not playing it that way. According to Bloomberg's people, they're going right at Bernie. They're going to try and destroy him. Joe Biden... He put out this ad. Obama launched his re-election bid today. Officially announced he's running again. The president kicked off his 2012 re-election run. When we rallied together to defend our president and all the progress he made, they had his back, he had his back, and you had his back. But back in Washington, there was one guy with another plan. I think it would be a good idea if... Uh, President Obama faced some primary opposition. Bernie Sanders was seriously thinking about challenging our first African-American president in a primary. The- oh, uh, um, uh, holy crap. Damn! It's not that Bernie Sanders was going to challenge him. He was going to challenge our first African-American president. Oh my gosh, how much does Joe Biden hate Bernie Sanders? How much? The Atlantic reports that Bernie Sanders told fellow senators he'd take on Obama, 
and Obama's team was, quote, absolutely panicked. Obama's campaign manager knew it would be a dangerous threat since, quote, every president who has gotten a real primary has lost a general election. When it comes to building on President Obama's legacy, Bernie Sanders just can't be trusted. And then it ends with Biden, president. I don't know if that's going to get anybody your way. I don't know if that's going to work at all. Because I don't think that the key is to go after Bernie Sanders. Well, I think it's always good to expose him for the despicable human being that he is. I think it's very important that when he supports Fidel Castro, as he has, that you say, hey, some plan about you know literacy does not excuse the murderous bastard that he was. And this got brought up at a town hall on CNN last night. So to the Democrats who say, you don't say good things about Fidel Castro. He uh, destroyed freedoms in that country. He played picks winners and losers and killed them and put them in prison forever. You don't give him a pat on the back for anything. You don't give, it's not a quite, truth is truth. All right. Now, if you want to disagree with me, if somebody wants to say that, and by the way, all of those Congress people that you mentioned just so happen to be supporting other candidates, just accidentally, no doubt, coincidentally. But, you know, the truth is the truth. And that's what happened in the first years of the Castro regime. All right. Oh, not just in the Castro regime. No, no, no. Listen to how he says it. But, you know, the truth is the truth. And that's what happened in the first years of the Castro regime. You see, I only supported Castro in the first years. I didn't support Castro after that. No one believes you. No one buys into this. We have an entire grouping of records of you. We have heard you talk about things in a criminally insane way. You know, it's funny. Sometimes American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. It's beyond insane. It's beyond criminally insane. And yes, I think you can go after him for that. And I think, yes, you can go after him for the fact that he has not been vetted by anyone, anywhere, at any time. Even CNN has now taken note of the people that he associates with and how the Democratic Party has turned. Polling shows Democrats' sympathy toward Israel has weakened in recent years. And that's particularly true among progressive Democrats. But Sanders has faced criticism from supporters of Israel on both sides of the aisle for embracing campaign surrogates with more extreme anti-Israel views than the candidate they're backing. Congresswomen Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, the first Palestinian-American woman to serve in Congress, have both thrown their support behind Sanders. But they've also faced blowback from their own party about their views on Israel and their support for the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, which calls for putting economic and political pressure on Israel for its actions toward Palestinians. People like Linda Sarsour support Bernie Sanders. And what do they oppose? Humanizing the Israeli government. Well, anytime you oppose humanizing, my goodness gracious, um, what value do you actually bring? So it's easy to start taking apart Bernie Sanders when you're as honest as we are. and We've all known these things. 
We'll see if these things now get discussed on a debate stage. And as we have said, the first person to say, Bernie, stop yelling, is going to win the debate. The first person to say, hey, Bernie, why don't you calm down? Why don't you stop yelling at us? Just because you're loud doesn't make you right, Bernie. By the way, you have three houses and you're a socialist. Don't tell me there's a reason for your three houses and my summer camp. (laughs) You have three houses. No socialist should have three houses. So no, being in D.C. and being Vermont, that's no excuse. Stop thinking that you can just explain things away because you're you. You ain't special. That all is going to matter. But what more matters is if you can explain to the people who support him why they are wrong, or maybe to a better point, why the things they believe are going to happen simply won't. Bernie Sanders has made this very difficult because as we have noted and you have seen, anytime Bernie Sanders answers a question, he answers it with total deflection and dodge, right? Are, are, how much are your plans going to cost? Well, we don't know every nickel and dime. Here's what we do know. It costs this many millions of dollars or billions of dollars to run healthcare in America. And he'll go through that whole list again. But he doesn't explain how he's going to pay for it. Well, lately... There have been more and more questions, just like Elizabeth Warren got the questions of how she's going to pay for things, and it destroyed her. Bernie Sanders has put out a fact sheet. How does Bernie pay for his major plans? It will cost $2.2 trillion to make public colleges, universities, and trade schools tuition-free and to cancel all student debt over the next decade. It is fully paid for by a modest tax on Wall Street speculation that will raise an estimated $2.4 trillion over 10 years. This is on his website. Now that he's got it out there, you understand that he doesn't have the money. He's making claim to how he would get the money if he could pass all the taxes. His claim cannot happen. It's predicated on a series of ifs. Have you ever discussed this with friends? Has it ever been gone over with millennial children, not in an angry way, but in a pragmatic way? Sometimes difficult, I know. His proposal places a 0.5% tax on stock trades, 50 cents on every $100 of stock, and a 0.1% fee on bond trades, and a, a half of a percent fee on derivative trades. So what it would mean is, Every time you trade $5,000 worth of stock, you would pay $25 to the federal government. You would pay more to the federal government than you would pay some online service to do the trade. So when you have retirement funds like grandma and grandpa have, that have, you know, altogether billions of dollars in them, well, you're taking away a lot of that money and giving it to government for people just trying to better their retirement. You mean we're going to pay for other people to go to college on grandma and grandpa's retirement money that they worked for? Do you think that's right? Do you think that's a good plan? That grandma and by the way, it will be grandma and grandpa's retirement money. I get that Bernie Sanders constantly says that it's going to be about the billionaires, that the plan is to tax the billionaires. So his plan involves utilizing the IRS. 
the Internal Revenue Service is his plan. And the plan is going to have an audit on 30% of wealth returns for those in the 1% tax bracket and a 100% audit rate for all billionaires. So we take people who have a billion dollars and they go through the audit process, which is going to cost them Lord only knows what in order to get through the audit. That money that they're now spending through the audit is money they're not putting into the economy, certainly. We should be perfectly clear about that. He also wants to tax people 60% over a billion dollars for anybody seeking to move the money out of the country. Can you imagine anything else where you own it, you want to move it, and the government says, give us 60% of it? I ask you, my millennial child, I ask you, anybody's a millennial or not? And this is how I would sc- talk to people about it. Do you think that has any element of fairness? Or does it sound like Bernie Sanders thinks your money belongs to him? Right? I get that's that's part of the socialism, right? It belongs to all of us. Does it really? Does it really belong to all of us when if you want to move something you own, it's 60%? By the way, that's if you have over a billion dollars. If you have a net value of assets under a billion dollars, it's 40%. Now, I can't tell you that that applies to certain people. I think that applies to everybody. You mean if I decide as a human being I want to live in Panama, I have to give 40% of what I own to Bernie Sanders? Me! Not not, not billionaire. Not multimillionaire. Not even Bernie Sanders an heir. I'm talking about me. You. Us. We. Grandma. uh, Uncle Jimmy. 40%? Does that sound right to you? And how about the idea that when he wants to go green, he claims that he's going to be able to raise just over $3 trillion by making the fossil fuel industry pay for their pollution through litigation, fees, and taxes, and eliminating federal fossil fuel subsidies. Now, maybe you can eliminate subsidies. I'm not a super big fan of subsidies. I don't think I I mind you know, uh, getting rid of subsidies, but uh, I gotta gotta ask. Let's go over this: litigation fees and taxes. So the plan is to sue your way into getting the gas companies to give you three trillion dollars. Doesn't there come a moment where the gas company says, "Okay, we can't be in the gas business anymore"? I mean, that is what happened in Venezuela. So when the gas company isn't in the gas business anymore, what do we do? And if you say to me, we move to green energy, I have no issue with green energy, but you know we're not there yet, right? We're nowhere near close to being there. So how how do these things now get done? These plans, these ideas, these thoughts, because they don't get through Congress. They get through the House and the Senate? Even Democrats don't buy into this. So why would I buy into the the idea that Bernie Sanders can get any of these things actually done? No, Bernie Sanders has an idea of what he would want done. And what he wants done 
is based on the idea that you work for him, not me, not the billionaire, you. Every single proposal he has, his housing proposal, his housing proposal guarantees as a human right housing. To eliminate homelessness, it'll cost $2.5 trillion over the next decade, and it's fully paid for by a wealth tax on the top one-tenth of one percent, those who have a net worth of at least $32 million. Can that really pay for all the housing? And here's the bigger question. What do you think the housing looks like? I mean, do you think it's this house here? Do you think it's three bedrooms, two and a half baths? Do you think it has a full basement? Think it's got a man cave? Do you think it has a a, a, a place uh, to put your big screen TV? What do you think it looks like? Because you've seen the housing uh, of central planning in Russia, just like I have, just like we've seen housing projects here in the United States. How does it not look exactly like that? Because central planning doesn't change uh, whether you you speak Cyrillic or, or, or English. You still have the same boxes, what look like cells. And do you think you're going to be able to have 2,500, 3,000 square feet? Or do you think everyone gets 300 square feet? 500 square feet if you're lucky, depending on how big of a family you have. My point to everyone is that we may be focused in the wrong places when it comes to Bernie Sanders. Is Bernie Sanders a commie? Of course he is. Is he a punk? Absolutely. Are his policies trash? Yes, they are. Are the people who believe in them wrong? Without question. But sometimes those people are the ones you love. So how in the world do you talk to them about it? Well, Bernie Sanders just gave you the way because he laid it out on his website. And what he lays out shows the impossibility of it all. In order for this to work, you have to work for Bernie Sanders. Grandma has to work for Bernie Sanders. Start the conversation there. Is that what you want to do with your life? Work for Bernie Sanders. And how can he ever claim to make this work when there are plenty of people who simply aren't interested? I'm not saying it's going to convince. I'm saying it might be a start. And I've got much more on this. And Harvey Weinstein's going to jail, but only two out of five charges. What does that mean? I'm Tony Katz.